Today we caught back up with Candace, who was someone that we talked to like three months ago, mm-hmm. who uh, was having some issues with her boyfriend, and she was on Am I Wrong? You gave her some advice. She followed the advice, and it seems like it worked out. Steered her towards the ultimatum. That's right. Which, which was a very rare way to go about it. We just had a lot of random segments, I feel like, on the show today. Well, we also had our uh, favorite conspiracy theories, which we kind of kicked off some things. Kelly that was spit cool. in the face of our country. <laughs> no, I did not. Yes, you did. And things that were popular in our lives that just kind of went away, and we did didn't even notice. We talked about that too. And possibly a record breaking trash flag. Yes, it was. It was up there, man. Boy, we covered a lot of ground in a few hours today. What do you say? You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Every once in a while, we like to catch up with people who were on the show and find out how they're doing now. Well, her real name is Candace. However, we called her Priscilla when she originally called the show because she wanted her voice changed and didn't want to use a real name because she was in a bit of a pickle. Mm-hmm. So because this was nearly three months ago, we thought we'd play her original call now and then catch back up with her and see how she's doing. So here's when we talked to her way back at the beginning of November. So I've been dating my boyfriend for eight years. Um, I've talked to him about marriage, right? Like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. And he was like, babe, I love you. Like, I want to be with you. I just, I don't want to get married. Because I I understand why he doesn't want to get married. His parents went through an awful divorce, which now is causing him, you know, to not want to get married. Which, you know, I've heard stories of that. But, like, I want to be with him. He said he wants to stay with me forever. But he doesn't want to get married. Okay. Hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Was he up front with you from the very beginning of your relationship that, no, he doesn't want to get married? Or did you not really talk about it in the beginning? We didn't really talk about it in the beginning. And honestly, it kind of was a red flag to me because I'm like, why is he not talking about this? You know, like, I didn't want to bring it up because I'm like, I don't want to seem like I'm coming off too strong. But also, I want to have kids. And that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? I want to... And we also... We share, like, we're on the same, like, finances and everything. Is it worth staying with someone that doesn't even want to get married to me? Are are you hoping that you can change his mind and, like, down the road, he'll love you so much that he's just, like, to heck with it? Yeah, I I wish. That's my goal, but I I can't change his view, you know? If that's what he wants, I love the guy. Like, he's the man of my dreams, but it it breaks my heart. Like, I've always dreamed of having a wedding day, you know, picking up my wedding dress and, and he doesn't he doesn't want that and it, and it really hurts now kelly says i'm never allowed to ask this question but i ask it all the time how old are you i'm 28 okay. and you've been dating for eight years yep we met in college how long have you known that he didn't want to get married like what well give me a time frame on this uh for the past four years oh gosh now we've got a couple people texting in already which is good Keep them coming. Uh, I guess one listener is asking here: Have you given an ultimatum and said, "Hey, I either get a wedding or I'm, I'm this isn't going to happen"? Because I mean, if this is something you care about, obviously, you yes. know. I've done that. I've done that, and I, you know what? I'm the one. I'm the girl. He's like, I told him, I'm like, if you're not going to get married, then I'm going to walk away. Like, I can't do this. This is not fair to me. You know. But then you stuck around. Yeah, and he's like, babe, no, 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 no. He's like, you know, I'll figure something out, I'll figure something out. Well, he's been saying that for the past four years, and he hasn't figured something out. Like, then you need to figure yourself, and maybe you need time to figure it out, because I'm starting to get frustrated. This is this is tough, because you have known for four years, so that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priscilla, this is what yes. Am I Wrong was built for. I know. This is why I called. So that's her original call to us back in the beginning of November. And uh, she reached out and said that there has been some movement on this whole thing. So we're going to play one song right here, and we're going to get her back on the phone. Like I said, her real we kept calling her Priscilla in that, but her real name is Candace. So, right. So there's no confusion when we get back on with her. And we'll do that next. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Candace a couple of months ago on Am I Wrong, she had herself a bit of a dilemma. She had been with her boyfriend for eight years. Uh, she wanted to get married. He was kind of dancing around the fact she had offered him up ultimatums. In Am I Wrong, everybody told her, you got to give him that final ultimatum, and this time mean it. Yeah, or... Don't ever worry about it again. Right. You know. Uh, so we got Priscilla, a.k.a. Candace, mm-hmm. back on the phone with us right now to see how things are going. Candace, what's up? So I ended up taking your advice, and I acted upon it. I said, you know what? You don't want to get married. I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. I packed up literally everything from the house. Um, I was like, I literally took everything. I took the dog. 
and um, my parents helped me move everything out. My family, well, it was move, uh, move out day. The U-Haul showed up. That guy, I kid you not, was on his knees begging me to stay. Whoa. Begging me to stay. And I said, I-, I cannot stay if you cannot marry me. I cannot, I can't do it anymore. Like, that's not fair to me. I've been with you for eight years. Um, he's like, babe, 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 please, please listen. We will get engaged. I will do whatever I want you in my life. Like you're the, you're my world. Well, we are engaged now. All right. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, he actually proposed to me like two weeks after that. Wow. Yeah. Man, that, uh, that turned yeah. out different than I thought it would. I was not expecting that either. No, I, I mean, the, Oh, sorry, go a few weeks ago when I talked to you guys, I was, shattered i was heartbroken because i was listening you know everyone gave advice like i need to leave him but it's easier said than done so i did it i'm like you know what i need to stop my foot down and i guess you you just gotta you gotta listen to your heart and it and you listen to his and he wanted me so we're getting married (laughs) and for anybody listening the the big reason that he was against marriage is because his parents went through an ugly divorce Mm -hmm. when he was a kid right now i didn't ask you the first time we talked and i probably should have what do your parents think of him they they love him like a son, but they were also starting to get frustrated with the whole wedding and marriage thing. They're like, why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to marry you? Like, there's something, like, we understand, we respect the reasoning why, but that's a part of life, you yeah. know? Like, you have to learn how to cope with things, and I'm I'm your person, like, let me help you walk through that, and, you know, let's prove that not every marriage is going to be like your parents'. And my parents, yeah, because of course they want to see their daughter get married, be with the one she's going to be with for the, the rest of her life. So they were starting to get frustrated with him, too. And I would imagine there's some help that he can get with that, because I bet a lot of kids who go through that as a mm-hmm. child probably do have, a, I, watching my parents fight constantly gave me a bad taste in my mouth about marriage. Um, right, right. But, and I don't blame him, yeah. Yeah, so hope, maybe there's somebody he can talk to and kind of help him out and be like, hey, yeah, not all marriage is bad. Right. I, I, I hope so. I, I try to direct him into that. I was like, I will literally go with you, you know, to therapy, and we can walk, like talk this through. Now, someone's texting in. Okay, they're engaged, but have you set a date? <laughs> yes, we're actually getting married next fall. Oh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> That's a good point, though. Anybody, Come on now. Anybody can get engaged. The next step is actually setting a date. I like this. <laughs> yeah, so we got a date uh schedules and everything all right well man this turned out great candace we're, we're so happy for you and um and best you. of luck in the future thank you guys i appreciate it i hope that everything goes so well that we never talk again <laughs> I, I know me too me too kelly and wood kelly and wood's big bag of questions now i've got them listed here kelly and yes. i've got them listed one to 125 give me a number 70 all right, here we go. Oh, Tiffany sent this one in. Now, Tiffany's all... I know why she asked this one. She's always asking for Conspiracy Corner stuff. A segment that we did like twice and then killed it. She says, what is y'all's favorite conspiracy? Conspiracy theory? Yeah. I got so many. I have so many. There was this guy, this YouTuber I used to watch named Shane Dawson, and he would do these conspiracy theory videos, and I watched every single one of them in like one day. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, the one that the one that intrigues me the most, I should say, is the moon landing. Nah, I don't Sometimes I really do wonder if we landed on the moon. Yeah, we did. How? How do you know? Can't you see, like, the stuff, if, like, on a, when the moon's, like, no. it's closest and there's, like, a really strong here's, telescopes, you here's can the, see stuff on the moon. The Van Allen radiation belts are a big reason why I'm like, did we really go? Because they say that we don't even have the technology now to get through the radiation belts. Also, the fact that, that people ask, why haven't we gone back to the moon? Well, all the technology was erased that we used to get to the moon in the first place is NASA's answer on that. And then the scene where the, the pod is leaving the moon, who was filming that? I don't so, like you asking these questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can go deeper if you want to. I didn't even know. like, Because uh, to, to me... Th- you can't keep that that secret. 
But how many people would actually need to keep it a secret? Not that many. You got all the people that were going to be filming it and everything. And then you got a lot of people on their deathbed doing deathbed confessions where they're like, yeah, we faked the moon landing. Uh. Now, listen, I love my country. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at it, we were in the space race with Russia at the time, right? Had to beat the commies up there. Right. And, it, and now they say we don't have the technology to get back to the moon. Well, how the hell did we get there back in the 60s then worry about when that. we had the technology of a calculator running a spaceship. Tom Hanks got us there. And how were we how did the film make it back through the radiation belts? Because the film would have been erased and how are we broadcasting images from the moon? It just there's a lot of questions, man. A lot of questions. I don't like that one. <laughs> I, I somebody actually sent this one to me uh, like a week or so ago and it's actually pretty interesting. It's in North Dakota. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Stanley Mickelson Safeguard Complex? No. Mm-mm. It was a thing that got built, and in today's dollars, it would have cost $15 billion. Whoa. It was an anti-missile system, and it was open for one day. And then the government shut it down after one day. Is it still there? Yeah. You can go see it? People believe, because there's like a, it looks like a small pyramid. They think it's like Illuminati. It's like an Illuminati headquarters in North Dakota. You can't say that on the air. I just did. Too late. Oh, boy. And you're in on it now, Brian Riley. Nah, my <laughs> headphones weren't working. I, Brian Riley, am not scared of the Illuminati, you know, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I've never I've never heard of that before. I'd love to go see it, though. And so, like, it's supposed to be... So, like, if you know if there was ever, like, a mass missile shooting, like, mm-hmm. when we look at, the like, a map of the world, yeah. we think, okay, well, it's got to go over all these countries. They're just going to shoot it across the top of the planet. Yes. Like, if Russia would launch nukes at us, it'd be coming past Canada. Coming in hot. So it makes sense to have something in North Dakota to shoot it all down. Right, right in the middle of the But the of government the north. was like, no, nah, it's not going to work, so they shut it down after being open for only like one day. Whoa, that's crazy. That's nuts. That reminds me of, like, HARP, that, that big antenna broadcasting system that I think it's up in Alaska, actually. Mm. I saw Jesse Ventura do a show about it one time. Yeah, now he got me. <laughs> it's, it's a conspiracy theory. Now, my, now I knew the greatest thinkers are behind it. <laughs> what is yours, Brian? What is your favorite? Cons- not one, favorite, but the one that intrigues you the most. The one that intrigues me, because I just watched The Irishman okay. on, on okay. Netflix. And so, like, I didn't realize how many hands they had. Their, their hands were in so many different things. Right. And so... I saw that it's also tied in with JFK's assassination. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That and one. Like, you can go so, deep on that. Yeah, and everyone's talking about how, well, Lee Harvey Oswald, but was there a second shooter? Right. Was the mob the one that set that thing up and then figured out a way to clear it all out? And why Why did the, Why did Jack Ruby kill Lee Harvey Oswald? You know, there's a lot of questions to that. Because our, our Lee Harvey Oswald said, like, hey, guys, I was framed. Like, I didn't do this, which every criminal's going to say. Right. But then Jack Ruby kills him. And then now we'll never know. I absolutely don't think he was uh, the lone, lone gunman. gunman. No way. Yeah. No. They've done so many different like angles, and they're like, "There's no way." Yeah. The one shot this way. Then how the heck did this bullet go this way? Some people think the driver shot him, like turned around and shot him in the head with an mm. air pistol. Now I believe because he wasn't even like a good shooter or something like that, if right. I remember right. Yeah. And it was like an amazing shot. So uh, Dustin said the Titanic is my favorite conspiracy theory. Of course, real quick, the conspiracy theory there is that the Titanic was actually a different ship. Mm-hmm. That they needed to collect insurance money on, so they sent it out knowing it was going to hit an iceberg. Yeah, it was their sister ship that they actually sent right. that had been dinged up ahead of time. Sarah said, mine is the Earth is flat. That's I, can't, a f- I can't get behind that one. I can't either, but it's a fun one to go down. It's a fun one to entertain sometimes and listen to their arguments on that. Uh, Hope backing you up. She says, I'm with you, Kelly. I think the moon landing was a fake. I, I'm i telling you, man. You can't spit in the face of America <laughs> like that. <laughs> you, you, just, you just said we killed JFK. You already spit in the face of America. No, I said I don't know who was behind it. Right. But Brian thought the Illuminati was. <laughs> no. He's a huge fan. Can huge we stop fan? talking about the Illuminati on air? Can we stop? Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Borup, Minnesota, population 97. According to TripAdvisor, one of the most visited places in Borup is the Ulin Museum, where you can learn about all the history of rural Minnesota. But in a town that covers a quarter of a square mile, I'm sure you can find lots more to do. And that's why Borup, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us the lyrics to some country music songs in a poetry fashion. Mm-hmm. And Brian Riley and I have to try and figure out what these songs are. That's right. And uh, we don't know who won the last game, so we're starting clean slate, Brian Riley. Perfect. There you go. All New right. year. New you. That's right. Now, how, Best of me. Uh, how about we'll go, you will buzz in when you know it with a bird sound. 
Okay, what, what bird are you? <laughs> that's a, that's it's, the yellow belly sap sucker. Yeah. You didn't know that? It's a loon. <laughs> okay, and Brian Riley, you are what again? Something that cause. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is song number one. Let's go. The way she fit in them blue jeans, she don't need no belt. But I can't turn, but I can turn them inside out. I don't need no help. Got hips. Like Sam Hunt body like a back row. Yeah. Is that true? Oh man, Dang. it took me it took me the oh, I don't need no help. That was the part that Now don't need no belt. Does that mean she needs a belt? No. I think her big old booty is yeah. keeping him on. Well, it's man. a double negative, so I believe he's. She don't she need no belt. belt. Well, yeah, but I think it's a reference to her padonka donk. I believe so. Saying. So Kelly Jordan out to a quick lead, one nothing. He's giving me the snarl look, like he knows he's got this in the bag. I don't. I, this is one of those games I can just hone in on. All right, now this second song, it's absolutely stupid, but I actually like the song. All right, so head. listen up here. I'm listening. Eyes closed. We like a snapshot. Paparazzi camera before the breakup, Blake and Miranda Lambert. She got them show enough coming in, runner up. Panama City wet t shirt, Miss Banana. Boats, boats, motorboating. Man, it's a handful juggling all these emotions. Ah, darn it! Ryan Riley. I don't think I got this right, though. Is it? Oh, it's not Little Big Town Motorboat, is it? Incorrect. Uh, is it Little Big Town Pontoon? Incorrect. Oh, I'll continue on. The motorboating part made that's me think I, that. A, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's every bit of all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That girl is like a first class high dollar ticket on the Chattanooga. Choo choo. What the heck? Can I get a. Woo woo! Oh yeah, is she this a country kicks song? it like a rocket. <laughs> Cutoffs clinging to her pockets. Talk about a home run, grand slamma lamma lamma. <laughs> you made this. Song. Oh, get the parmalee hot damn lamma. Yeah, there we yes. go. I had to wait for the rhyme. Like a snapshot. I forgot about this song. That's a, a jam, dude. Yeah, I've never heard a day in my life. You've never what? heard Hot Damn Alama? Never heard the song. Oh, we played the heck out of this yeah. song. That's a fun one. That might end up in the quick mix tomorrow. When you read the lyrics, this is the dumbest song. <laughs> maybe to ever hit airwaves. That's I was like, well, you better jump to the chorus. That I don't know. The what air, there was no way that hit the airwaves. Absolutely. Would it hit your airwaves or everyone else? We should play it after this. Hot damn. We like a snapshot. We gotta go to commercial after this. But. All right. Uh, next song. Here we go. All right. We're running late on time now. Here we go. That took forever. <laughs> You're an angel. You're a keeper. The kind of things you gotta lock down. I'm loving, just living, every minute since you came around. I was lost in the neon lights to the day that you called me yours. Yeah, they say, when you know, you know. And I know one thing's for sure. I got it good, girl, because I got myself a good girl. Still can't believe I found you. Can't imagine life without you. Chris Lane. Uh, you get you didn't no, buzz in. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember my animal. <laughs> Brian Riley. A lot. I can hear it in the head. Hold on. Oh, you don't chime I, in before you know. Run. I don't think this is right now. I was gonna say Chris Lane, big big plans, but it's not right. I can I can. I well, can. good news is that's wrong. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. I'm still be stealing your kisses. I'll be holding your hand. I still look at you Dang and it. pinch oh. myself. Good lord. <laughs> Brian Riley again. Uh, it's love you like I used to. No. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm a lucky man. We gotta hurry up here. This is taking. I, I've read the I've read the name of the song in here. You did. I got it. Good girl, because I oh, got myself. Uh, yes. Good girl by uh, Keith Jeffries. What is this thing? <laughs> Dustin Lynch. Yes. Dustin Lynch. Oh. You're an angel. 
your keeper. The kind right. of thing that you got to lock down. I feel terrible about that. We're going straight to the tiebreaker. What We're tie? Four yeah, points. Four points. Oh. We're four points. <laughs> four points. All right, here we go. 80s pop music. All right, we got to hurry up. Oh, this is 80s pop? Okay. okay. Well, this was Brian fun. wasn't even alive this yet. This was fun. The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solidarity company. I know that I must do what's right. As sure oh. as Kilimanjaro uh, rises uh, like Olympus in the Serengeti. <laughs> Kelly. Toto. Africa. Yes! yes! The wild dogs cry out in the night. night. This is the best of Yacht Rock right here. How he says Serengeti? <laughs> Dude, just pick a different word. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. <laughs> <laughs> to get Kilimanjaro and Serengeti in the same verse, you know you want to bet with that, right? <laughs> Dude, this is straight summer boat music right here. Here it comes. What is it? We gotta get to commercial, but. This said. My wife thought that said there's nothing that a hundred men on Mars could ever do. That would make right. sense. What does that even mean? Eh, what, is, what does this whole song mean? What does the Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus in the I, Serengeti? I always thought it was, I guess it rains down in Africa. No, bless. I bless the rains. And what does that mean even? Don't you worry about Nobody that. Nobody knows. All right. Well, I won, right? Yeah, it was a beatdown. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yeah, there it is. I actually turned the mics off for some reason. Oh, my. Woodle now gives a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flag. We're headed to Florida. North Carolina. North Kakalaka. Big shout out to Whitney who found this one. And this one is a banger. First of all, authorities get the phone call around 9 a.m. in the morning saying, hey, there's a problem going on. There's a man driving a tractor and he's hitting cars and trying to run over people. Well, as you can imagine, cops are like, yeah, we got to put a stop to that. Police were able to locate the tractor in the parking lot of a Baptist church. Oh, he found the Lord. As soon as they pulled in. They knew who they were dealing with. In fact, they called him a person we are very familiar with. It was 43-year-old Ronnie Hicks. Now, Ronnie apparently was driving around the church parking lot, smacking into cars, chasing people into the good Lord himself. (laughs) Police said, you need to stop. Hicks wasn't buying it. He ignored police commands and instead hit the open road. Often driving erratically, topping out around 20 miles an hour in the John Deere. That seems pretty fast for a tractor. Now, a line of police cars followed behind him, engaging what authorities called a low-speed pursuit. He's gradually getting away. But during the slow chase, Hicks went into oncoming traffic. Oh, Lord. Disregarded at least one red light and one stop sign. And then, you bet, hit a cop car as well. Officers were diverting traffic because, again, again, he's going 20 miles an hour, so we can just be like, yeah, just th- turn here. Well, they were doing that to protect other drivers and then got out the stop sticks. I was about to say, bring out them strips, boy. Well, it popped the front tire, but Hicks kept on moving on. That John Deere had some fight in it. I was about to say, tire tractors must be insanely thick. I wonder if those strips work on there. Well, guess what? This is the point where authorities became concerned about public safety. So, an officer pulled out the old Glock and shot out the rear tires. Oh, snap. They busted out the pistol on him. Hicks wasn't done. He then drove onto some private land where he eventually, quote, ran out of road. Then he jumped off the tractor and fled on foot, holding a knife in his hand. What the heck? Police had had enough of this. That's when they got the taser out. Tased him. Took him to the ground and arrested him. The entire incident lasted more than an hour. He's been charged with a stack of crimes, fleeing arrest, assault with a deadly weapon on a government official, driving while impaired, resisting, and also 
running a red light. <laughs> they just tacked that one on. little insult to injury there. Yeah. Man, I can't believe they got to blast it on his tires. Good news is not a single person was injured, not even the police officer whose uh, car was hit. But thousands of dollars worth of damage, including some roadways may have been damaged by the track. Good grief. Mm. All right, let's get this one a score, Wood. we got to get on. on this. All right, so first of all, we got um, just driving a tractor erratically. Feels trashy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's a heavy piece of machinery right there. So I'm going to give that 150 points right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking it to a Baptist church and chasing people around the parking lot. Good Lord, don't want that. No, he does not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Um, I think anytime you're involved in a low-speed chase with police, it's trashy. Okay. I'm going to give that 200 points. And I'm going to add to that. If police ever have to pull out the stop strips on you, oh yeah, that's trashy. Big time. That's 175 points trashy right there. Even worse than that, if police ever have to fire their gun to get you to stop doing something, you're doing trashy things. That's pretty awesome, though. I'm t- I'm t- what, that he fired on him? Yeah. That is pretty cool. Come on. I'm going to get that 175 points right there. Uh, going into oncoming traffic and said tractor, mm-hmm. 150 points, man. Now you're putting other people's lives in danger. That's right. Running a red light in a tractor. Trashy. Trashy, bro. Obey that stop sign, man. 150 points right there. Uh, he has uh, 75 for being arrested. What am I missing here? Uh, he fleed on foot holding a knife. Oh, yeah. So that's going to get him another 150 points. He also got tased. Oh, golly. Yeah, 125 for that. Don't forget about all the parked cars he hit, and then he tried to run over some people in the church parking lot. Well, I got that one already. Those are go- those are godly people. Right. No, I got the chasing people around the parking lot already, but what is it any surprise as I give you this score? Yeah, man. We knew it was going to happen, and boy, we haven't heard from the intern house what? band in a minute. Add a few more points on for the cops instantly knowing who he was oh, when they yeah. pulled in the parking lot. Dude, this score is gigantic. That's a trash ball. This is a huge score. Wait till you hear it. Are you ready? Come on. Cue the intern house band, because it doesn't happen happen often, but when it does, it is a celebration, and we did it today! himself a whopping dude this might be record setting 1675 points Russia Kelly and Wood what were some things that were a huge part of our life that just kind of went away and we didn't even notice that they went away because one day, like, one day Wordle will be gone, you know? And everyone will be like, oh, remember that thing we used to do called Wordle? I think it kind of already is. Is it? I think okay. RuPaul's hosting a show now that kind of is based called on Called Wordle? It. Boy, they were really behind on that, weren't they? Yeah. Surprised they couldn't slap that together a little quicker. Yeah, well. But, I, you know, there's just things now that I bet you one day TikTok will even be obsolete. Wow. Facebook. Right. MySpace. So what are some things that were huge parts of our lives and then went away and we didn't even notice? First one, this one hit close to home with me. What about this? <laughs> ringtones. Remember, I mean, this is obviously an old Nokia ringtone. Right. But remember when you used to spend money on ringtones and that just kind of stopped. Now I rarely even have my ringer on anymore. I don't even know what my phone sounds like when it rings. I've never <laughs> had my phone ring. Right. Ever. My mind's on vibrate all the time. But I mean, you, used to sp- you thought nothing about dropping two bucks on a ringtone before. I can remember my brother and I going up to the speaker, recording a song, <laughs> and then re-saving it as the ringtone, just so we didn't have to spend $2. That's there a lot go. of work, man. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I just spent two bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? These were really popular for a while, and then just kind of went away. Remember Flash Mobs? No. <laughs> you don't remember Flash Mobs? I mean, Mob. I remember. I can't right. remember being popular. Well, they were super popular for a while there. The only thing I ever thought about those is if everyone one happened around me, I knew I was going to be in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how many people are there, you all start dancing around me, I'm going to fight my way out. How about uh, planking? Remember everybody was planking there for a little while? We should bring it, that one back. And then it just went away. You know, like Everyone just stopped doing it at the same time. Because it builds your core muscle, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. When the we singular to, core muscle. Right. <laughs> right. How about uh, uh, Facebook poke wars? I guess that was a thing for a while where you would poke people on Facebook. What was that even? You could poke people. That's poke. all. It was like, it was like so-and-so poked you. 
But what did that mean? Was it like was it like a Nothing, wave? Because like, couldn't you couldn't you wave on Facebook too or something like yeah. that where you could send someone a wave? It didn't mean anything. It was just like oh yeah they poked you and then you would poke back and it was just back and forth like they were thinking about you. I, I think that was like school boy girl crushes oh, via Facebook. Ha ha! I poked you. Yeah, yeah. That never happened. How about typing R O F L M A O? I still do that. Rolling on the floor, laughing my butt off. Really, you do. Every once in a while. I do it more sarcastically. Okay. I have switched to the LOL over the haha. I used to be a haha guy. Right. Now I'm LOL. I, I go emoji now. Because hmm. someone's like, what, what grown man types LOL? And it really hurt my feelings. And I was like, <laughs> okay. What grown man sends an emoji? I don't know. I hate emojis. You know this. Yeah. I sent one the other day and I got made fun of for it when everyone said, let's go get sushi. <laughs> I sent back an emoji of raw fish. Everyone's like, what is this? Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought maybe your daughter had your phone or something. <laughs> But hey, that's fine. Is that why I get no response whenever I send an emoji back? Or you got to learn. Yeah. Be a grown man. It's tough love. Mm. It's tough love, Brian. <laughs> if uh, the only emoji that's acceptable to send is the eggplant. Right. The eggplant and the peach. That's to your wife. My wife? <laughs> I watch yourself. <laughs> I got a fresh one. <laughs> I got an emoji. Do they have an emoji of this right here? <laughs> they do. Is it one? Yeah, and you can do it in a bunch of different hands, too. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Did you know that tiger sharks and sand sharks attack each other in the womb? Ooh. As embryos, even. And when, once they form enough into a shark where they have teeth, they start to attack their brothers and sisters for full dominance of the womb. That ain't cool. And they and this is only in sand sharks and tiger sharks, so they're the only two that do this. And scientists, it kind of they, scientists even say, even by nature standards, this is super cruel that they eat their brothers and sisters to establish dominance over the womb. So when it's all said and done, does mom only have one baby? That would, I, I looked for that and I couldn't find the facts on that. Or is I it? I don't know. Does a does a shark just give birth to like a hundred kids at once and seven survive? That's terrifying. Right. Isn't a sand shark like the deadliest shark too? One Isn't, of them. And it sounds so har- harmless, right? I yeah. think. I think. Well, you talking about for humans? Yeah. Like, I, isn't that the the most shark attacks are like sand sharks or something? Along, like, I got no, It's I either tiger that. sharks or bull sharks. I think are the ones that attack the humans the most because they usually swim in the shallowest waters. Okay, so here you go. Some species can have hundreds of pups. Mm-hmm. Others only have one or two. So. That's probably why they only have one or two, because he ate everyone else. Yeah, I don't need a great white dropping a litter right in the ocean. (laughs) That's nightmare fuel. I mean, is there any, like, as far as ocean things go, Mm -hmm. the shark is just an amazing thing. Well, The the fact they can smell a drop of blood like a mile away. For the most part, I think it's the apex predator. I think uh, the, uh, what is it? What was Free Willy? Orca Killer whale? whale? Yeah, I think Orca. that's I think that's like the number one thing. I think right. like that. Have you ever seen videos of like messing around with stuff it's killing? Right, like they'll toss a uh, seal like a stuff? seal way into the air. That's perverse, they, like, man. Circle around them. Yeah, like, it's insane. Dolphin, like dolphins will do that. Everyone thinks that dolphins are these you know just nice sentient creatures, and no, nah, man, they're killing machines. But they're thinkers. Well, there's there's stories about dolphins who have saved humans' lives, you know? Yeah. Who, like, a human's drowning and a dolphin will come pick him up and swim into the surface. Now, I don't think a dolphin... I don't think there's ever been a dolphin who's killed a person out I don't, there. I, I don't know. I think they like to get to, like, second base at times, which is a little... Second fancy, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I'd, I'd rather take... testing out the merchandise. If it's that or get eaten, you know, when we, right. When we lived in uh, Texas, we for a very brief time, we lived in Portland, Texas, which is right on the Gulf of Mexico, and you had to take a ferry to get from one part of the island to the other, and it was so cool because dolphins would swim alongside the ferry, yeah. and that was I that was the one and only time in my life I ever saw dolphins. Really? Yeah, that was. Wow. I mean, at the zoo or whatever. Right. But I've never been on a cruise or anything like that. Usually, like if you go to like the beach or something at night, like at dusk and stuff, you can usually see them out there playing around. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. I neat. don't think so in the Gulf of Mexico. That's some pretty polluted water. Could be. I was in Savannah, Georgia, and I saw dolphins. Yeah. In the, the oceans. That's neat, right man. That's a neat thing to see. Dolphins are cool. My favorite animal in the ocean is an octopus though because they just mine their own well no how they can change their pigment right they can go in and out of the water 
they're they're actually pretty deadly too. Like they're, they're are they really? The, I like guess an, they can wrap around you. Well, an octopus's bite is like super strong. I heard somewhere that octopuses are aliens because okay. of, because of the here pig, we like, go. They're, yeah, put the hat. I'm like because of the pigment change and how you can't put them in places because they can get out of it because they break out of things. Yeah. Solid logic. Well, there was one octopus that broke out of its enca- encampment and like destroyed like what they were working on. Because he didn't want other octopuses in there. Whoa. Yeah. Like, they're crazy smart. They're really cool. Now am I crazy? Mm. Now am I crazy? No. I mean, you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> if you're ready to put on the aluminum foil hat, I got mine in my back pocket at all times. Never take it off. <laughs> well, this was a good, maybe it's just... That was good today. I feel like it finally redeemed itself. It's been wobbling for a long time. It, I was ready to cancel the whole bit. Water scares the living daylights out. I know. You won't go in the ocean. Nope. No water you can't see the bottom of. Sharks never bitten somebody dry. That's all I always say. What about man? land shark? Nope. That's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but it packs a bite. Hi. <laughs> all right. So, look, maybe you didn't find this one interesting today. I really did. I really enjoyed this one. And thank you guys for making it even better. This segment lives another day. Oh, yes. And if you didn't like it, I apologize. But guess what? I'm having another one right in your face tomorrow because I do it every day and sometimes. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, we talked about buying a house with no inspection and what a mistake that is. Yes. We talked about your son mm-hmm. uh, who decided to take a swim with his cast on. <laughs> Just, but how we need to hold on to those moments. Right, how I miss all those moments with my kids. I got all emotional and ruined this first break, so I apologize. But you'll hear it all right now. Yeah, don't go anywhere. <laughs> In our bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I didn't like that one at all. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I'll be honest, for summer it has me lusting. No. I'm not just ready for summer. I'm lusting for it. Anyway, there's where we go today. But I'm excited, man. I'm supposed to be getting a uh, new furnace today. Look at you. From Gilt Plumbing, Heating, and AC. It was funny last night, dude. I was making my laundry room look pristine. Like, it's never looked, it, it, it looks like a bedroom now in the house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if the guys from Gilk want to lounge a little bit while they're putting in the furnace, they can do that. Your furnace is in your laundry room? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, Wood. Very nice. So is yours, isn't it? No. Oh. Mind your business. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my house was built in the 80s. They knew what they were doing back there. No, mine are, my, I have separate rooms for that. My, and my your, stuff stays in separate rooms. And your palatial estate. Yes. It's, it, well, they call it a utility room. You know, It's got your water heater, your furnace, your washer, your dryer. See, I have that, then I have a and different such. room for my washer and dryer. Well, look at you. Everything's coming up wood, isn't now, it? your house growing up, was it a two-story well, it had a no, dude. My house was growing up was seven hundred square feet on a good day. That was a, but that was a ranch on a hot day. It had a basement, but it was a cellar, like it wasn't finished or anything like that. Where did you guys keep the washer and dryer? In the basement, in the dungeon. Did you have the laundry chute? No, we didn't have such luxuries, dude. Honest to God, that is like the coolest thing. A laund- I wish I had one now. I honest, me too. Did I even put? It'd be easy to install one if your bathroom is over your laundry room. You know what? My bedroom is over my laundry room. I smell a weekend project for us. Could I just build like an escape hatch? I think so. To me, it was so, and I loved it as a kid too, because we dropped things down. You know? Right. You know, do you remember the old G.I. Joe with the parachute? Yep. Heck yeah. There or, you go. Or you just tie a string to a G.I. Joe and drop him down there. You could do that too. Now he's, now he's repelling the mountain. <laughs> repelling Joe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to me, it was so easy. And boom, you just walk over, open it up, drop it in. Is it, boom. Do they put those in new house? It's a smart thing because like our closet will fill up. Like our clothes hampers will fill up all the time. Right. And then it's just a hot mess. It'd be awesome if it was out of sight, out of mind. That's what I'm thinking. I wonder if you could put it right over the wash machine and just. Whoop, whoop, why? Why couldn't you? It feels like that's. I feel. I feel like we have the technology, but right. do we have the no the desire? The know it all. Do they still put laundry chutes in houses? I don't know. It's, My grandparents had one. I'm so scared to do any sort of like major. DIY in my house because I'm afraid that I'm going to cut behind a wall and it's going to go like straight through a water pipe. Well, there's guards there to protect water pipes, and you would know if you were going to hit a water pipe. Nah, you know me. I'm going hard. That's right. You get the <laughs> chainsaw out. <laughs> if I'm going to go, I'm going to go all the way through it. Uh, Jack texted, I had a dumb waiter and a laundry chute. Damn, would you grow up in a mansion? The, the dumb waiter was one of those that you could put like an entire kid in. 
And then, and like, then crank, crank it up. It up. Yeah. And then, like, the hand crank. You must have grown up in a mansion, dude. I didn't know anybody who had a dumb waiter. Uh, Mary just texted in, uh, our laundry chute is in our bathroom. It goes down our laundry to our, our laundry room. It's awesome. Our house is 20 years old. Dude, I'm thinking about maybe doing this. I feel like it wouldn't be that hard. You cut a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. You put some sort of cabinet door on it. A little ducting. Right, just a, a little duct piece of duct work through there, through the wall. Because that's all ours was. I was like that metal stuff. And I remember, ah, dude, like when we had to like clean our room, yeah. and I'm just picking up laundry, and I'm just like cramming it cramming down. Cramming it down there for your poor mother. Oh, my I, I can hear my mom still yelling when she would get down there, and she'd start going through it all, and it's still like folded. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent it back down. This one needs a little refresher, Mom. Try this again, Jeeves. <laughs> and oh man, she would come back hot on yeah. that one. But that honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, just saying it out loud because it makes sense. My bedroom is over my laundry room. Yeah. Oh, dude, you got the perfect setup. It's right. almost like they want you to put in a laundry chute. Do it myself. But the only here's the only thing. If it, if you because you have to go through a wall, right? I assume there's going to be a stud there, like framing for that wall. And I don't think you want to start cutting into framing. And this is what I don't know. For the laundry chute. Now, someone with a lot more knowledge of construction and such mm-hmm. could probably fill us in on that. But I feel like you shouldn't do structural damage to your home just for a laundry chute. It feels like a bad idea. Right. Like you're going to weaken the structure. Mm-hmm. And my house was built in the 80s, dude. Who knows how many years it has left? Now, the 80s isn't that old. I feel, honestly, can I, be, can I keep it real with you? I feel like they built houses better in the 80s. I, my, house, my house in Texas was built in 2000. 2008, I think. Yeah. And like every time I would do so, I'm like, golly, they just really put no time into this whatsoever. Maybe it's like more plasticky right. type stuff. The, my house now is like a, it's a tank. And that's what I think. I think, you know, a, not like that they cared more or anything like that, but I think it was more like brick and mortar type stuff. They, well, I think they did care more because they didn't have to crank them out so fast. Could be it too. Now you we're know. 3D building houses and things like that. Because like my furnace was in my attic in my house in Texas. And one time I had to replace the hot surface igniter because I went to school for HVAC. I don't know if you knew that or not. That's the rumor. Yeah. Man. People are talking. The streets are talking, aren't they? Streets I know. always talked about so it. So I had to replace my hot surface igniter in the attic. And I remember when I went up there, like I saw like nails that had totally missed where they were supposed to go mm. and like splintered wood and p- places where they had cut like the roof what do they call it uh the framing in the roof i was like boy this just doesn't seem like a well-built home did you have an inspection before you signed off? yeah yeah i sure did not in this house i live in now though yeah which was dumb don't ever ever if i can give any advice to the younger generation get an inspection yeah because we were we panic bought a house because we had just moved here. We were staying in my mom's basement. We had to get out of there. And houses, at the, that's like when houses were really just going up like crazy. Mm-hmm. So in order to get the house, our realtor said, you can you can do the, the doomsday device. And that's telling them you'll buy it with no inspection. And I regret that decision on almost a weekly basis. Like the last year, I think that was like a popular thing. Like yeah. People were doing it and going because, over asking. Because people who knew they had a dump on their hands were like, cool. Right. Like I have windows that are completely rotted out in my house. Like, they replaced half the windows. The other ones are completely rotted out. Mm-hmm. So I got to replace those. An inspection would have told me that. So whatever. You know what? You live and you learn. That's right. You know, I, I, will I bounce back from this? Absolutely. You always do. And I, what did I learn? Never buy a house with no inspection. Look at that. But then I always worry, like, are the inspection people kind of in bed with the realtor and That's why you get your own. Yeah. You get your own inspector. Inspector! I, maybe that would be a good side hustle for me, be a home inspector, because I know what to look for after buying this dump. Really? You didn't know what the word framing was four minutes ago. <laughs> I'll learn. Dude, I went to school for HVAC. That's the biggest part of it. Uh, it looks like they cut into your triangles up there. <laughs> this guy may not know what he's doing. <laughs> eh, what the hell? He gets highly recommended. <laughs> and he does a quick mix. <laughs> Here's a mixtape to listen to while I destroy your home. He spent four out of the five hours on the HVAC. Says he went to school for it. Babe, he definitely knows what he's doing. But then again, I, like I didn't when I bought my house, I didn't really know if my home inspector really knew what he was doing either. Yeah, I just assumed he did. My guy had a ladder. That's all I right. knew when I bought my house in Texas. I was like, hey, he's got a ladder. He's looking at things up high. <laughs> I remember when the guy came out to inspect my roof for like a uh, hail damage. Yeah, he was the grumpiest dude, and he had the coolest ladder. And all I wanted to do was talk to him about his ladder. 
He's like, I got no time for this, man. Oh, he didn't. He, he was like, yeah, it's just, it's it's a ladder guy. It folds up and goes in my car. You can have one, too. Like, you can get an entire ladder in the back seat <laughs> of that Dodge Neon? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, man. You must have gone to school for HVAC. <laughs> my friend did. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really go that way. But anyways, getting back to some of these texts. Uh, yes, uh, Kelly, if you do it to your house, your house is going to fall down. Don't touch it. It's from Seavert. We have a laundry chute in our house. Love it. House was built in the late 80s. My house was built in 1929. Structure is still great. Dude, we got to get to sports, but Doris's text right here. We used to tie our nylons together and pull beer up from our basement walk-in cooler. I thought I was the only person on earth who had a walk-in cooler in their basement. My dad went to. My dad was a was install, installed restaurant equipment and built a walk-in cooler, like a restaurant-sized walk-in cooler in our basement. What? What? I don't. Don't ask why. Anyway, here we are, man. Ready to have some fun today because you got to. That's right. What else are you gonna do? You gonna be in a bad mood today? You better restart. Not here. Nah, man. I, look, if I can be in a good mood, anybody can do it. That's right. Uh, what? What you got going on, man? I was. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Shout out to single parents. 100. No clue how you do it. Yes. So yesterday, didn't see the wife. You know, with our work schedules and things, I had a single dad at last night. Good for you, man. Doing it for yourself. I about lost my mind. I, I, I about lost my mind. I had a splitting headache. We, we had an early bedtime last night. My son broke his hand or broke his finger. He's in a cast. Mm-hmm. He was misbehaving at school yesterday. Comes home, misbehaving around the house. I said, look, you're driving me nuts. Go get to your shower, you know. We're, we just need everyone to be cool down. Get on the bed. Now, he has a big cast on his arm, but we have, since he breaks a bone every six weeks, <laughs> one of these things that you pull over your arm, which I never had as a kid. Oh, for like taking showers and stuff? Right. Yeah. And it like, it creates like a, a, a watertight seal That's at genius. the top. But it's not like, you know, you don't go swimming in a pool for it. It's good to pop on. Water resistant, Maybe. not waterproof. Hop in the shower, get showered up and go. Because whenever I had a cast, I had to do the old trash bag around yeah. the hand. I just gave up after a while. I was like, you know, it's just going to get wet in there. Who cares? R- rubber band enough to where my hand got purple. It was Minnesota in the summertime. I was going swimming with that thing on. I didn't care. Ugh. Yeah, it was disgusting. I come back 15 minutes later and you know that that feeling is apparent. When when you're not hearing something, right? And it's like I, a six, it's like a sixth sense. Go get Murphy. Murphy's mad because mom's not home. You know, I miss mom. Good. So do I. What do you want me to do? Did you give her dinner at least? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, do you have income coming in, Murph? Because you know we need to. I don't know what you want me to do. Go check on Everett. He has filled up the tub all the way, and he is just floating in it, as if he is a dead man. You had a stressful day. I lost it. What are you doing? Did you have some candles going? It just what's up, man? You know, uh, just getting, you know, just getting clean. I, I his cast was wet. Oh boy! Now Dude. it's now it's uh, it's done. Well, because I think he gets out. And he's like, I think my cast is wet. You think it's not going to dry, man? You think Einstein? And so you know, we got the air the the hair dryer out. We're yeah. Did that? We got. I mean, it wasn't like soaked wet. It was just I would say damp. Right. Would maybe be a good word. Not a lot of airflow inside those casts. I just, I don't know how single parents do it. I don't either. I, you know, my old co-host uh, on the morning show I did down in Texas, she was a single mom of four kids. Oh. And I don't, I, God bless her heart, I have no idea how she did that. And they're all like super successful kids now too. Mm-hmm. Like one's a pastor, one's a teacher. I forget what the other one does, but they're all super successful. I don't know how the heck she did it. I'm not saying it's not possible. No, it's. I it's, just don't have the skills for it. Right, or the patience. It's an insane amount of work. And it is because, you know, I always think of things in sports. When it's my wife and I home, we can go man to man. Right. A zone. If I can't control my child on a one-on-one basis, I need to go, period, point blank. But now, you're right, it's a zone where I'm going back and forth and trying to put out fires. Yeah. Murphy's coming out of her room crying because she misses mom. It's like, we all do. You know what, Wood? I started crying. I'm like, I miss her more, too. You're going to miss these moments. I'm telling you, you're going to miss. I'm sure I will. I, I miss, I was telling my wife that last night because I was like, all right. I need to get over this seasonal affective disorder. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be doing this. This is stupid. Life is a precious gift. I'm not going to waste it being all bummed out because it's cloudy. And I was like, you know what? One of the things I think I'm bummed out about is that my kids aren't little at all anymore. 
Like they don't they don't need me. Like I think, and I could be wrong. Parent, mm-hmm. we have a lot of parents listening. I think when you when your kid transitions from like twelve to into the thirteen, you become the more adult. Of, phase? He's become more of a guide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't need to do as much for them. You're there for more for advice. And hey, you're kind of messing up here. Get on track. And I miss the old days. I just I miss them. I miss being needed. Why don't I, you uh, you and the missus have a late baby? Uh, no. Dude, I'm not going to be that dad. No? I'm not going to be the dad who's You're got... hip. <laughs> you listen to the chain smokers? I do. I love the chain smokers. <laughs> My daughter said, Dad, are you going to start crushing monster energy drinks? Yeah. <laughs> no. You could be that dad. Hell no. I'm not going to be the guy at the graduation with one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. That I ain't going to be that dad. What's it called? A change of life, baby? Yeah. Something like that? Right. Well, yeah. yeah wouldn't be, no. My wife, my wife is 10 years younger than me, and she would be fine. You know, she's in her 30s. Mm-hmm. She'd be fine having a baby. Not a doubt. With me, it's like, eh, I don't want to be. Plus, to be honest with you, dude, in theory, it sounds good. I know that if I had to go through all those moments again, I'd be like, I'm too old for this. Because you don't remember the blowout diapers, the right. getting up four times in the middle of the night. Right. Why are they crying? Oh, you romanticize the hell out of having kids. And, you know, all. then they get in that toddler stage where they just steal everything. Right. You know, where the hell is my remote? But I, I miss my daughter's cute little voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, just, I miss all that stuff. Uh, you're not alone. Jen texted and says, yes, I went through being sad about my kids being, quote, too old, too. Thank you. years ago. I, I, it's a weird thing. I'll be honest with you. I never saw it coming. I honestly got. I never thought it would. I, I was like, oh man, I can't wait till they grow up so I don't need to constantly be. And now I miss every second of it. But you've got a lot of cool things ahead of you, too. Oh, 100%. I, I'm just, I, I'm sorry. I totally ruined what could have been a fun segment there. No, I you're not. The, dude, you're, it's, everyone goes through this kind of stuff. Because, like last night, we were going through the would you rather game when we were sitting around the dinner table, right? Right. And my, it blew my kids' mind because they're like, would you rather have a ton of money or live forever? I was like, I, there's no way I'd want to live forever. Right. And it, like, they don't get that. You know, it's just like, they, there's a thing about being in the time you are and enjoying that. So, and that's enough. It's, it's tough, though. Like, here, I'm going to play something for you real quick. I, oh, is I, that song that makes you cry? No, no, no. <laughs> not you can let go now, Daddy. But, like, I have a old SoundCloud account mm-hmm. that I log into every once in a while because I have, like... I, a, I said, Kelly, wanted you to do all that stuff? <laughs> like, I have these clips of my daughter I used to use on the radio. It's called... Oops. All right. The whole class laughs at me. (laughs) But even worse, I still still don't know how to waltz the balls tonight. I just, I miss that little voice. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, Dad. And I'm like, hey, how was school? Fine. I'm like, can I give you a little more meat on the bone here, guys? But they're growing into their own, man. They are. Coming into their own people the same way you you know, spread your wings out of that tiny little house of yours and flew away <laughs> from your right. parents. That's right. All right. Sorry. I, I totally destroyed this first segment. I apologize. No, hey, and, and by, by pulling up my sound of cloud. I was about to say, you watch that stuff a lot. I do. Uh, they, there's, if I hear they see me rolling... Yeah, the song. They see me rolling. I know Kelly's in for a good cry because <laughs> of that video I made with my kids. It's one of these videos, and he's always like, "I just miss these days." Oh, I damn it, Sam. Here we go. I, you know what's you know what's funny? Sometimes I think about is like when Presley gets married, and I have to give a speech. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna be able to get through it. Yeah, you will. There's no way, dude. I'm gonna cry, and I, I've even thought about. You know what I'm gonna say? You guys all know I'm a crier. I'm not gonna choke my way through the speech, Presley. I love you. Done. Let's let's dance. No, nah, hey, d- DJ hit the Bruno Mars. Let's go. <laughs> and then you run over and hit, hit play. <laughs> this Thank is you, the ice cold Michelle Five for that white gold. Everybody to the dance floor. If you got one of the good ones, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a showman. You'll do fine. Look, at, a lot of people are chiming in. Mm-hmm. I miss my baby. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Kelly, you're gonna miss this by Trace Adkins. Oh, I can't even listen to that song. All right. I'm sorry, Wood. That's okay. You had a fun story about your son, and then I no, made I it about... No, I didn't. He got his cast wet. And I made it about sadness. Should we move used on? to it. Should we, move on? Should we move on to good history? Yeah. Actually, this isn't even all good history. Some of it's bad. All right, dude, I am a mess. How do you have bad history? I want to, I want to reset this morning, because I feel like... This happened to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I got off track and couldn't get back on track the rest of the show. Fresh start. What, what, what did they call that Monday? It was like Blue Monday or something. Right. Fresh start. Hey, Wood. Hi, <laughs> What's everybody. going on, man? How's the sun? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on. 
I won't do this to you today, Wood. I wish it was true. Oh, shoot. I forgot to grab a sound effect for this one. Mm. Well, here's the sound effect. Here's what it sounds like. In 1978, the last VW Beetle rolled off the assembly line in Germany. Of course, oh. then they brought it back for a while. I think in the late 80s, early 2000s, right? They brought the Beetle back. Yeah. But the original, like, and weren't they really bad cars? Like, did your dad buy a Beetle, you said? Is that like a goof? No, he bought one, and he said it sucked. He says the heat worked in the summer and the AC worked <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> and I honestly, I think that was the car that the floorboard fell out and he had to put like <laughs> he had to put like plywood down <laughs> so his feet didn't go through like Fred Flintstone <laughs> and uh, yeah I don't think it was the best obviously I think their uh, quality has come a long way <laughs> gone up but I believe that was Volkswagen came out from World War II yeah. I think it was like the German's answer to the Jeep. Right. And the motor was in the back, which was always so... A kid mm-hmm. down the street had one. I always thought that was so weird. I'm like, how does that even work? Yeah. Not a not a proud moment for VW. And I've ridden in some of them, too. Like, yeah. a buddy of mine bought one. And, the old ones? Yeah. Yeah. And Yeah, it sucked. S- such a distinct sound, though. Like, no other car sounds like a VW Beetle. Yeah. And he, I tell you, I sat in the back seat once, and you, you get that engine heat. <laughs> Going through real nice. Uh, it was on this day in uh, 1986. The new IBM Personal System 2. The next generation in personal computing. New computers, new printers, and software. And the first IBM PC computer virus was released on this day in 1986. And that was before the internet. Yeah. So that was like passed on through floppy disk. Right. Like you would get a floppy disk from somebody with files on it, and it would have a virus on it, and boom. There goes your fun $10,000 computer i just don't get the idea of doing that kind of stuff I, I i don't either it's like hacking i don't understand it like what is it what's it ransomware at least it makes sense to me like you put something on there and then you have to give me money in order to take it off like right. i get that ass get a little cashish but the rest of it just like creating something that just destroys other people's stuff for no reason yeah what the hell's the matter with you? it's super malicious uh on this day in 2002 made his move from the Washington Wizards and played his first game in Chicago since rejoining the NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of scandal behind that, isn't there? Well, there's a lot of questions. Right. Uh, of course, Michael Jordan stepped away for three years. A lot of people allege that it was because of his gambling, that he got caught gambling on basketball games. Right. And David Stern, who was the commissioner at the time, went to him and said, Michael, you got to go, but we can't have this be a black guy. Now, before you think, well, that's impossible. Remember, Donaghy, the referee, was tanking games at that time, too. But was it like Pete Rose? Because Pete Rose bet on himself to win, right? And so then, he says. And was, I wonder if Michael Jordan was doing that. Like, I'm going to bet on myself to win. Even if he can't. Even if he no, was, I know you can't right. do that. But it's like it's not like he went in there and threw the game, you know. And Michael had gambling issues and questions around him for years. Like, don't some people say, allegedly, that's why his dad was murdered? That Yeah, that is a common theory. And yeah. even like uh, that uh, Running of the Bulls documentary that came out during COVID that everyone really enjoyed. I liked. Remember, yeah. Michael Jordan had a hand in that. Yeah. And it even addressed some of the gambling issues that he had. And people just said, like, look, I, I don't like gambling with Mike because if he loses, he won't pay. <laughs> that's messed up. Well, and that's the thing. You can do that, I guess, with some people, but if right. there's you do it to the wrong person. Cross the wrong person. Right. Yeah. And the the amount of money he would gamble was up there. Even Charles Barkley's like, look, man, I can't I couldn't even gamble with that guy because he would wow. put so much money on stuff. He was playing like a hundred thousand dollars a hole. Good lord. In golf. I guess when you're a billionaire though, who cares? Well, he is now. And right. so I mean it, there were a lot of questions about that. And maybe that's when he came back. It was like, look, you gotta go away. This will be like a two year suspension, three year suspension, whatever. Go then play baseball. Back. And, of course, we know the story. All right. Well, let's do some birthdays, shall we, Wood? Come on. I've always had so much respect for this woman. It's an all-female birthday list today, by the way. And I don't know why I've always liked her so much, but Katie Seagal, you probably know her better as... We were neutering the dog, Al. (laughs) Oh, but honey, before you take him down, could you ask him for a few pointers? Uh, Katie Seagal, who is obviously Peg Bundy, mm-hmm. uh, she's on Futurama. She's been on a bunch of other stuff too. Sons of Anarchy. I'll, I wouldn't know that, but uh, yeah, I've always just really liked her. I don't. I know that she went through a really tough, a really tough pregnancy when she was on Married with Children, hmm. and like it was like a late term miscarriage. 
And I don't know. They're just her telling her story. I've always just had so much respect for her. Anyway, how old is Katie Seagal today? She's got to be 63. Oh. She must have a good skincare regimen because she's older than that. She's 69 today. Oh. And I thought you would have said that because you think it's so funny. It is funny. Also celebrating a birthday today. But this recipe is going to work nicely with this yellow butter. Now, I've used about 20 or 25 sticks of butter. And in this pot, add a couple of tablespoons of butter. Mm. And we're going to saute off that 25 sticks of butter. Paula Dean. That's about right. It's her birthday today. That's why over food is delicious. My mouth is watering just hearing about all that butter. I've had people that went to a restaurant, though, and said it wasn't that good. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. People say the same thing about Gordon Ramsay. Like, some of his restaurants aren't that good. Watch yourself. I, I've never been. Neither have I. Uh, she's got to be 72. Oh, man, you're giving, you're low on everybody today. She's 76 today. Wow. You ever eat butter on saltine crackers? Yes, with chili. Oh, I'm just talking about butter on a saltine cracker. No, you put butter on a saltine cracker, then with your chili, home run. Once again, when you've shown me the way. Home run. You've taken something I've done and made it better. It's what I do. God bless you, sir. You do that to me so often. All a little right. bit of salt on there. And finally, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, celebrating a birthday today. Working the National Treasure, Dolly Parton. She has stayed relevant her entire career, which is like 55 years long. Well, she stays the hell out of things. Right. She doesn't get political. They tried to get her political mm-hmm. that one time when she said Black Lives Matter. And they're like, oh, my God, Dolly Parton said Black Lives Matter. And then you listen to the whole clip. She's like, of course, all lives matter. Yeah. Of course, Black Lives Matter. No. They she, can't get her. She's she's the Teflon Dolly. And remember, I it wasn't like a year or so ago. I learned that she'd been married for like 40 years, right. too. He, stay, he knows his place, man. That's the dude living it. Right. He stays in the background. Just stay out of her way and let her be the powerful force that she is. Can you imagine how clean that house is? Oh, man. He's doing things around that. There's no, like, loose doorknobs. No. There's no doors rubbing when they close. He, he walks the line. He's on top of it. He's like living with I'd a be super. That. Dude, if my wife was the breadwinner, you know I love doing laundry. Anyway. I love doing housework. Mm-hmm. I like cleaning bathrooms and bag. My, my house would be spotless. Shoot. My wife was Dolly Parton. She'd get whatever she wants. <laughs> She's going to be 77 today. Oh, man. You're right on the nose with that. I like how we assume that Dolly Parton, with her hundreds of millions of dollars, Husband is home cleaning. The house. I don't. I bet you hundred bucks she doesn't have a butler or nothing. She's too down home, right? That's what I'm saying she's too wholesome. Uh, a couple people texted in. Uh, Janice texted in and said, "Can you guys wish my birthday a uh, happy birthday today?" My, my sister birthday, Shelley. Happy birthday! That's, give me a break. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to my sister Shelley, who listens every morning. And Mary texted in. Today is my birthday. Hey, it's the 30th anniversary of my 29th birthday. There you go. I'm not supposed to do math, but I believe that uh, you're getting towards a big six zero. Don't there. you do that and she's tag. Our buddy Tag texted and said, Hitler designed the bug. And had a VW. Oh, okay. I wonder it was a piece of crap. Then. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, okay. And um, let's let's reset here, Wood, because I feel like I really derailed us here in the beginning of the show. We're, we're used to it. 